Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. This is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we... We're smacking a ball around and that's it. But we're also learning. We are learning we're a learning lot. We're learning today, guys. Guys, you probably saw that today we're talking about Pong and you probably thought to yourself... Skip. I'm going to not listen to this one. <laughs> yeah, I like care. them, but not that much. I don't like them Pong uh, much. But we are doing a deep dive, a more history look at Pong. We are going into how Pong happened, the craziness behind it, and it is pretty fucking crazy. There's some subterfuge. There's some spy shit going on. Can we just say it now, because we say the whole episode, it's a pretty good name. Compared Pong? to the other names that yeah. you and I said today, Pong... Yeah. Good name Pong for, cuts for that through game. everything. Yeah. yeah, you'll hear a lot of different competing names. You'll hear a you'll hear a lot about how this game was formed and why it's fucked up. Oh, that's crazy. And then we have some fun games. And guys, I don't want to spoil anything, but a third person who may or may not be in the room oh, with us right now. Oh my god! Also introduces a game out of nowhere. There's a lot of games today. A little impromptu. A lot of games on this game podcast. And I'm just gonna say it. A little presumptuous. Well, he a little thinks, presumptuous. He thinks he runs the show a he little really bit does. over here. We and him. he does, because, you know, he puts the mic up. That's he, true. he leads he does. it through. He he gives does. But he research. thinks he, he runs all of it. But he thinks he does it. And he does. And he does. You know, he does. He, helps he gets us, guests, he helps and us he's a reason he's, we are He's a great producer. He's a great producer. But he thinks he runs it. And you don't know who we're talking about. That's the best part about it. Yeah. But it is Aristotle. And so we're going to talk about Pong now. Okay, good. Sit back, relax, and boop. Beep. Boop. An hour of this. (laughs) (laughs) This is New Players Joined. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Ayo over here. That's my favorite. That's your favorite what? Is exclamation of over here. You know those over here here is Ayo over here. It's mostly just saying all the vowels. And sometimes why? Ayo over here. Pizza over here. It's just the most like Italian New York stereotype you can. Yeah, those are I'm those are okay to make fun of? I think so. (laughs) I think. I think, uh, yeah. Like, what stereo? I can't make fun of stereo. I just get away from the word stereotype. What kind of? Here, here's a fun thing. The Aristotle. What smile. kind of racist are we allowed to be? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because we can make fun of Italian stereotypes. <laughs> we can make fun of Irish stereotypes, and I'd say Scottish, but they're the same thing in this country. <laughs> We can definitely make fun of English stereotypes. And everyone can make fun of us. They can uh, make, yes. We make fun of Boston constantly. Oh, yeah. We make fun of every state constantly. I mean, yeah. North Dakota wish it was Minnesota, and that's the best <laughs> insult I can think of. And South Dakota wants to be North Dakota. Figure yeah. that out. And Delaware hasn't been swallowed by the ocean yet, but what, when it does, the ocean will try to spit it is, back. What Fucking that, take that, What is that Delaware. state called? What is that state called? Delaware? What is that state called? The show me state? Is that, is no, that what it said? It. It's the first state. The Lone Star State that just won't stop talking about how big it is. (laughs) (laughs) Every state is stupid, and we're and we're allowed to make fun of Italian uh, New York culture. (laughs) Thanks, Jesse. That's that's what that's what's going. I'm gonna make that (laughs) T-shirt. Every state is stupid. (laughs) Where it's okay to make Italian stereotype jokes, and every state is stupid. That's a long new player has joined. And people will be like, "How is this related to video games?" We'll be like, "Shut up." I'll put it on the back of a shirt to make it seem like it was tour dates, but it's really just a long 
thing about have stereotypes. I, have I told you my tour date shirt idea? No, what is it? That I want us to fly out to Austin and do one show. Yes. And then sell a tour t-shirt, and on the back, it's all the dates. And it lifts, <laughs> it's, just, it's just the, just top, the top left corner, list, yeah. and it's the rest of it is all just black, <laughs> empty t-shirt, and there's no space. Oh, man, I just want to hire one guy. I was like, I remember that one. That was a good one. Yeah, like, <laughs> I remember that gotta, tour. We got to hire that guy. Oh, man, Keith and Jesse were high as shit. Keith. Yeah, I have to ask you Go for to, it. to share something because we were talking before we left our apartment All right, today, what story? and you were telling me about a dog that you had when you were growing up, and the things you would do to this. Okay, dog. don't say it like that. Not, like I, mean, I mutilated this dog. No, or the something. dog is healthy and fine, but you did. No, some the hilarious... dog's dead. The dog <laughs> died. It's not healthy and fine. I mean, listen, it died. It's wherever it is, the dog is healthy in the ground. Okay, in the ground. Well, the dog is... uh, no, I'm uh, yeah. Okay, so well before no. Uh, no. No, Listen, Keith, I mutilated oh. a dog. Let's get <laughs> as as Disney has taught us, all dogs go to go heaven. To heaven. Yeah. Which Dom DeLuise yeah. as a dog goes to heaven, which sounds like a nightmare to me. If I was that... Dom DeLuise, end up in heaven as a dog, <laughs> as a sidekick. <laughs> to me, that is the funniest movie ever made because yeah. it starts with a bunch of adults around a pitch room at Disney, and some guy goes, "Okay, so I got an idea for a kids movie." You know how some kids don't know yet that every dog dies? <laughs> Very creepy. Let's start there. Okay, so uh, my family had a dog named Brownie, and uh, he was a miniature toy poodle, and uh, he was kind of red when we got him, but he ended up having the name Brownie. Go figure. Uh, so my brother, he would be a dog, and it was my sister's dog, and we like mm-hmm. gave him. He'd like go. He would go through family members. But, you know, he's like a drug addict family member you have. It's kind of like... I'll watch him for like a month or something. Like, you know what I mean? He'll crash on the couch. Uh, so he was a biter. Mm-hmm. Like, if this dog was a pound more, uh, we'd need to put him down. Like, that's how much he bit people. This, uh, by the way, is very funny because we're in the room with Aristotle. Keith told me this like, story an hour, hour ago. ago. So now he's just turning to Aristotle and just telling Aristotle. I'm trying story. to remember how I, this came out of nowhere. This is an yeah. impromptu story. And so basically, um, we're like, all right, we need to groom this dog because he's getting really furry. So we're like, how should we groom him? So the groomer's like, what do you want? We're like, an afro. And she's like, okay. And we're like, hold on, we're not done. Um, mutton chops as well. So this dog would be shaved down, basically, the rest of its body, but then would come in looking like a 1970s porn star. <laughs> And we'd all be on the floor laughing at the dog. And the dog I know was like, I'm being made fun of. No way I'm not being made fun of right now. That's but yeah, all. That's, that's the dog story. I just wanted you to share that because it made me laugh so hard. Brownie lived a lot of years, mm-hmm. ate a lot of good pizza, a, a lot, lot of good, good cheese. Pizza. Hey, my he's sis, eating over my sis, he did. He did a full circle of life with my sister's dog when she was really little. She always really wanted a dog. Mm-hmm. She went to school, all that sort of thing. And that... Jenna, if you're listening, I love Brian. That fucker held on for like a long, (laughs) the good die young, but evil stays on this earth. Evil lives forever. He had one tooth, and my God, it did he make use of it? It stank up the place. (laughs) Uh, But like her, his last day, Jenna got him like a giant pizza, and he ate it. And he had just kind of like later on in life, he became her dog again, and just kind of slept all day and ate food all day. If kind of dog, if you're a dog, if you're like an old dog yeah and one day you wake up and your owner's like hey have this huge meal of person food and you're like as long as you kill me yeah, basically, <laughs> that dog is like oh you're gonna kill me today 
You're definitely gonna if if your dog wakes up and's like, have this full porterhouse steak, your dog's like, Wow, today's my last <laughs> day on earth. <laughs> Without a doubt, your dog knows that. Oh man, so we got an hour more of dog death, guys. Uh, <laughs> let's jump into it. Hey guys, welcome to New Players Join a Podcast about the video games people, people love and, and why they love their, their dog. <laughs> <laughs> but now I say is different. It is a different show today. Okay. Aristotle, you know what game we're talking about today? We said it. Aristotle, do you know what game we're talking about? He's, he's nodding. About it? He's nodding. He wasn't nodding. Now he's nodding. Well, now he's now shaking. He's now he's shaking. Now he's kind of like, I don't know. What do I want to do with my I, head? I sent you some audio clips. Oh, you did? I did. So he does know. He does know. Oh, my God. But the people at- I'm not sure if it was a secret. Hey! Aristotle's hey! voice is on the show. <laughs> never, oh, my God. Don't ever never do that again. Don't you, you ever- Fucking well, dare to honest, speak on you our are, show. You are everybody's favorite part of this show, which yeah. sucks because we're the hosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, today we are doing kind of a deep dive into the history of video gaming. We're going to be talking about perhaps the most influential game of all time. What epi- We did Diddy Kong. Yep. So we thought that Oscar, I thought Oscar wasn't going to show up. Oh, true. Remember the story? We we had he had a last minute audition, and, he, and so we had to change the time. So I thought Jesse was like, "Oh, Oscar can't make the four p.m." And I was like, "Oh my god, we got to think of something to do fast because like, it was the day before." And I'm like, "I can do this. I can do this. I can do this." And I went in, and I started googling games, and I googled Pong, and oh my god, did a door open of yeah. just stories and craziness off of the. Probably the least exciting video game oh to ever come out. And yet, the most exciting video Absolutely. game to ever come out. Absolutely. Pong, by Atari, is the table tennis simulator game that you play with two little paddles that each have a knob on it that control your little paddle up and down on the screen, and you're just trying to get a ball past your opponent. And it's on the Atari system. Yeah. So this was the first game to really blow up from Atari. Now, yeah. now I want to know, what are the things you know? Because I did a deep dive into the story of Pong and okay. what happened. I'm going to run through the history of Pong okay, as I know it. Go for it. So, Pong... Is at first it's a console. It's not. It's not. It's sorry. It's an arcade unit. It's a big block arcade unit that gets sold in bars and restaurants. It's right near all of the um, ping pong, the ping pong machines. Yes. Not ping pong. No, sorry, uh, pinball machines. Pinball machines. Yes. I apologize. It's right near all the pinball machines, and they sell a couple thousand of these units. And they're like, "This is big. We can sell these on console form," and that's where it starts, according to Atari and according to the maker of Pong. But really what happens is that before Pong is ever made, the dude who makes Pong for the Atari goes to, uh, to a little convention and sees something called the Magnavox Audio, which is actually the first video game console for home entertainment. And these aren't necessarily consoles. They're more of TV tricks. Yeah. They're not actually computers. They would no. tell people, like, these are video game systems and computers, and they're really They're kind of not. not. No. But but the Magnavox Odyssey is this, this weird little system that you hook up to your TV, and not only does it just make little blips of light appear that bounce off each other, but you actually have to put what look like translucent uh, table mats down on your television to outline what would be the the tennis court or the hockey court or like yeah or the hockey rink or whatever and it is it's the 1960s yeah let's set the scene 
so many terrible sideburns. Yep. Every, people saying daddy-o a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone's smoking cigarettes. Keith's dog's haircut is fitting It is, in. works it is great. No one's sense. laughing at him. People are just getting used to color television. Yes. And Magnavox Audio comes out and goes, hey, we've got this system. Aristotle, do you have the audio clip of Magnavox Audio? Because it is... Is the horizontal knob on the left side of each player control unit allows you to move your player light in a left to right or right to left direction. The vertical knob on the right side of each player control unit lets you move your player light in an up and down direction. Listen to that music. And the reset button on top of each player control unit bring the ball back into play should it happen to go off the court. <laughs> After you learn the basics of the game. You can increase the challenge of Odyssey Tennis by increasing or decreasing the speed of the tennis ball with a special speed control on the back of the master unit. And when you want to razzle-dazzle your opponent into submission, a special English control which fits inside the horizontal knob will make that tennis ball do everything but stand up and talk. Hold so, on. Okay. Okay. So, okay. 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 Hold on. That's the equivalent of now of somebody being like, so there's Scorpion, and he throws out a hook and pulls you in. Like, that's the equivalent. So this is what I'm saying. Here's how early this is in video game history. They had to explain what a video game was to you. Yeah, because no one has any concept of that. So that's mind-blowing Because this is the late 60s. Yeah. So, like, all of that audio is is just explaining what buttons do, what's happening on the TV, the fact that what you are doing with your hand is changing what's happening on the TV. And it's all just visually, it is every person who is in this, because it's a video and it's kids playing it and it's a narrator. Every single person, picture them. You're exactly right. (laughs) You're exactly right. Every the narrator, you you nailed it. The little kids, you nailed it. The home, you nailed it. The but, kind of TV, you nailed it. But you it. have to understand, uh, this is weird to yeah. the home. Like the Atari systems are in bars, and yeah. people don't play video games. No, like, that's not a welcome no. thing. Like video games are kind of like for rough housing and stuff like yeah. that. Like it's a very weird portrayal. So this gets introduced. This is the Magnavox Audio, and. People are introduced to the concept that you could play a game on your TV, and it's fucking crazy, whatever. It's weird. It's also very clunky. There's a lot of hardware. Yes. You have to hook up with a screwdriver to your television. There's, like, a lot of, like, the Magnavox itself is kind of strange and hard to figure out. It looks a bit alien. So the guy guy invents Magnavox Audio, or Magnavox Odyssey. It's fucking weird. And... So the thing is, this works with just about any TV system. Yes. Magnavox doesn't sell incredibly well, partly because the makers of it don't tell people it sells or it works with any television. They say it works with a Magnavox television. And so they dissuade people from buying it who don't have their brand of television because they want to drive the sales of TVs up. This is like cross-promotion, like, no, this is company synergy. If we can get more people to buy our electronics, then they'll buy the Magnavox Odyssey. We'll get everything. Everything they own will be Magnavox. (laughs) It's basically like, it's basically shitty Apple. Yeah. And I mean, shitty Apple's written all over this, to be honest. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) So the guy invents it. Fine. Atari is making uh, table tennis as well. Fine. The guy who makes Pong for the Atari, he claims... Which guy? Oh, I forget his name. It begins with a B. Do you know yeah, the name? Bushel. Bushel. So Bushel makes Pong for the Atari. And 
he's like, let's make this a home console game. Magnavox Audio comes out, and they're like, hey, you fucking made table tennis as a simulator with paddles and with knobs to control it. That's exactly what we made. And Boschel's like, it's a novel idea. Get off my dick. And Magnavox Audio's like, is it? Because we have you signed into a log at this convention proving that not only did you see the Magnavox audio, but that you played it. And in fact, that you played our version of table tennis two years before you invented uh, Pong okay, man, for I'm, the Atari. I'm so happy. Let me know when I can jump in. I, I, so basically, the short end of this that I have is that they make the Atari, they bring it into the home system. Uh, Atari isn't really like a video game console yet. It's Atari Pong. You buy just the game, and you can just play Pong on it. And it has yeah. a few different versions. And after that, Bush was like, okay, we can make more money off of this if we make more games, and the Atari becomes more of a home system thing. Meanwhile, Magnavox Audio is, or Magnavox Odyssey is suing Atari. And they basically settle so that they get a shit ton of money, and Magnavox has all the rights to anything Atari produces for a year. And so... Atari produces zero products for an entire year. Secretly, they're producing a bunch. But to their lawyers and to Magnavox's lawyers, nothing is happening. And they've just gone cold for an entire year. And then the year ends, Magnavox's hold is over, and they're just like, here's all the fucking games. And they flood the market, and they become the first home console. Now, the guy at Magnavox Audio who invented table tennis and invented the entire the entire thing. I keep saying Magnavox Audio, it's Odyssey. That's going to drive me nuts when I edit this. <laughs> but there's a clip, and this is purely for my own fun that okay. I want to show you. Do it. Do you ever uh, this is a sensation I get sometimes when I'm high? Yeah. When I when I smoke and I try to watch like a documentary at night, right? Where I'll be watching like a planet Earth thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, that bird's really cool. Oh man, the way it cracks opens, uh, cracks opens its, its food with that beak is so cool. Man, I wonder if that's like where nutcrackers came from, or people thought about that. You know, you go off yeah. on a tangent in your own head, and you think you're there for like ten seconds, and then you come back to the screen, and you're like, how the fuck did we get to this crater that's been burning for three thousand <laughs> years? Like, what did I miss? Or this is the second episode, or something like that. While I was researching uh, Magnavox Odyssey, there's a clip. Of uh, of the founder of like explaining his story. See if you can hear and figure out the moment where I was listening to this. Where I went, this took a weird turn. Okay, the Magnavox Odyssey. The, the whole difference between what others did and what I did is that I had the vision that there are forty million TV sets up there that can't do anything except tune in a local two or three channels. The Magnavox company has come up with an electronic game simulator that will transform the family TV set into a playground. I mean, you just couldn't believe it. I mean, this was, you know, at home, on your TV, video games? This is like crazy world. This isn't the future. Who's my paddle from left to right? Even before Bear changed the face of television, he had lived the reality of war. <laughs> wait. He escaped Nazi Germany. Wait, wait, wait. Before the Holocaust and was later what? drafted to fight in World War II for wait. the Americans. <laughs> In what would deeply influence Bear and the Wait, history what? of video games, he found himself transferred. We were just to talking about knobs. What just, what just happened? And surrounded by the tools of war. What? It turned out there were weapons all over the place, mostly uh, uh, 
they mostly came back from North Africa with the British. Everywhere you looked, you could find weapons. I got wrapped up in the guns. Uh, the guns have history. The guns have fascination, you know, the mechanical things. I come back from the war with 18 tons of small arms. Foreign small arms. Okay. That man is a bajillionaire yeah. now. <laughs> so it's funny to me because in watching it, first of all, uh, imagine everybody who talked in that clip. You're right. That's what they look like. But every every single thing in this clip leads me to believe that this dude was being interviewed, and then he just went off on a three-hour tangent about World War II, and they're like, well, we got to work it in somehow. We can't fucking fill the hour. He wouldn't shut up about Nazi Germany, so we got to talk How about do you it. You turned down World War II stories. Is oh what my I'm god! You know what it mean? just took such a hard dive. That I was couldn't f- think of anything. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Every doc should be like that now. It's you want to hear about cupcakes or World, World War II? <laughs> Man, you really love turtles, huh? You know who didn't? Hitler. Hitler hated turtles. So Jesse, let me hit you. Or do you have? Let me hit you from the different perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know who Al Alcorn is? I don't. Oh boy, Jesse! <laughs> Do I get to tell you the story of the other side of Atari of what happened? Interesting. They found a little young guy named Al Alcorn. Bushel, like you said, saw this thing and was like, "Wow, I got an idea," but I don't know how to do this. So wait, before we even get in, yeah, Bushel, the guy that created Atari Pong. It's Bushel. He didn't create it. He right. created it, but he didn't create That's it. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting the sense that Bushel is kind of a piece of shit. Oh, he's a huge piece of shit. Okay. He actually started the company with his friend, uh, and actually he fired him like at the very end of the story. Ted he, Dabney. This is very Steve Jobs. No, this um, this this actually the story of what you were coming across from your side of it yeah. was the beginning of uh, like scam lawsuits. Okay, because that guy. Sued Atari. He sued everyone. No, he sued Atari till the nineties. Did he? It wasn't over. Jesus. He kept going until, and he sued anyone that kind of did pong ripoffs because he made a hundred million. Hundred million dollars. That's how he made all of his money. Yeah, was just suing people. Not on the Magnavox. So what happened was Al Alcorn was great name by the way. Wood. I know, just hilarious. Really, right up there with Burt Burton. He was uh, this dude. Grabs Al and was like, I want to show you something. Mm-hmm. And he basically brings him to well, the system that you're showing him. Okay. Just like, I can, I can make this turn into difference. But I'm not telling you, telling him what it is. Yeah. It's the first time this guy's ever seen like a video game. Right. And he's like, oh my God, how do I do this? He looked in the back, essentially. And what happened was Bushnell went up to the guy and he doesn't tell him what table tennis is. He doesn't tell him anything. Okay. He tells him to make table tennis Exactly, without telling him that's what he's telling him to make. Okay. So he basically lied to this kid to see if this kid was capable of making Pong. I know who this guy is. Al Alcorn basically is the person who created I know Pong. who this guy is. So this guy, Bushnell, is a Steve Jobs. Yeah. Kind of like, I have an idea, I know right. the direction I want to go to, but I don't fucking know how to so do he finds, any of this. he finds so he, Al, a.k.a. Steve Wozniak, yeah, so and he, he goes make this work. He finds geniuses that right. know how to do this shit. So this kid, he goes up to him and he goes, look, General Electric, I'm going to pay you... I'll give you 10% stock in the company, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pay you this much money. It's less than what you have, but it's way more exotic, because I think he was doing, like, uh, electric or engineering or something yeah. like that. So he's like, I actually want to, like, get into this. It's yeah. something I want to get into. So he's like, General Electric is going to offer us a deal. Okay. If you can create Pong, but it has to only have 20 chips in it. Okay. So he's like, I'm going to give you an impossible task. Right. And lies to the kid. And so the kid goes, and he, like, goes to Sears, get the best black, white, and TV, and futzes with it until he comes up 
with Pong. Yeah. And he goes and he brings it over to Bushnell and he's like, hey, here's the system. Here's everything. Here's Pong. And then they start playing it and it's super smooth and super yeah. great. And he's like, I know it's good or whatever, but uh, G's not going to want it mm-hmm. because it has 80 chips in it. It's, right. it's too big for what they want. And he's like, yeah, I lied to you. There is no GE deal. I just want to see if you were capable of doing this. Jesus. And that, to me, should have been the, the I should flag. walk. Yeah. But he was like, nah, I'll stay in this. Ugh. And so what they did the first time somebody played Pong for the first time, somebody put their quarters in it because they set it up, that whole sort of thing, the people actually lied about the game. Like, because they went up to the, the Alcor Acorn, went up to them after and was like, yeah. hey, that game you just played, what did you think about? They're like, oh, yeah, I know the guys that made it. Like, it's a really fun game, that sort of thing. And I was like, okay, cool. So people were already like, they like this game yeah. system. So they dropped it off at, at a bar, mm-hmm. and they're like, let's see how it even just does comparatively yeah. to these uh, pinball machines. And so they show up, the bartender calls, and he's just like, hey, your game machine's broken. Yes. And he shows up, and he's like, oh, okay, so it must be like somebody twisted the power or whatever. But he found out was it broke because it was so overloaded with quarters. quarters. Yeah. Like so many people were obsessed with It was with jam-packed with it. So they were making so much money based off this. So the whole time the guy made this game not knowing he was basically stealing a game. Yeah. This whole time. Yeah. So Bushel serves as the min- the middleman between stealing Magnavox Odyssey's uh, intellectual property, and then Al comes along, makes it because of course you can if if you have the knowledge you can make a fucking table tennis game. Who gives a shit? So basically, Bushnell and Alcorn they go through it. Uh, they get sued, and same sort of thing. Uh, what's his face from? What's it called? From Magnavox? Magnavox. What's his I name? forget the guy's name. Magnavox basically is like, okay, well, we're going to wait till they make a ton of money. Yeah. And then sue them. And then jump on them. And then jump on them, essentially. Uh, so Bushnell is kind of the weird, shady dude, because he started this company with Ted Dabney, and at the end of it, kind of knew, everyone knew Ted doesn't really know how to run the company yeah. or whatever, so there was like this weird meeting where it's Al and Bushnell and Ted Dabney, and he goes... Hey, Ted, can you give me uh, our numbers for this year? Mm-hmm. Hey, Ted, can you tell me what the schedule is going to be like? Hey, Ted, can you tell me what we're, we're going to do in the future? And just kind of like grilling him yeah. in front of Al, and he couldn't answer like any of the questions. And yeah. Bushnell was like, you're fired. Like, That's so you're, weird. You're, you're gone, basically, because they were so making weird. so much yeah. money on this game. Because Al was like, he couldn't get a gun because he'd literally be walking around thousands of dollars worth of quarters. Yeah. Like, in shady-ass areas, like in California, so his wife would walk behind him with a hatchet. Jesus. Because he wouldn't be allowed to have a... He wasn't allowed to have a gun. That's so funny. So he's walking with, like, pounds and pounds of quarters back and forth from his cars while his tiny wife is holding a hatchet. That's amazing. This is, like, this is hardcore punk rock, and it's Pong. Yeah. (laughs) Dude. Okay. It's just table tennis. It's all it is. That's all it is. Do you, uh, how much more of your story do you have? That's like essentially the overarching yeah. of what Pong is. It's went into the 90s. It's the starter. It turned into Atari. That's when they started mm-hmm. to make the systems right. and things like that. But then like what you're saying, they held off for a year, and then it just exploded. exploded. Activision, and, all those games, Pitfall, Pac-Man. And meanwhile, Pong is the name of the game. It's like Kleenex is the name of the tissue. Yeah. Table tennis is the game. There are so fucking many pong ripoffs yes. including the hit breakout which was engineered by who who steve jobs <laughs> not a he joke. was a game developer yeah yeah so there are so many fucking fake 
weird Pong ripoffs, well, like, which in and of itself is a Magnavox Odyssey ripoff. Well, isn't that just like what technology is and what the fad is? I mean, look how many bird scooters there are and what kind of bird scooters there are it's now. Crazy. Like, it's just like whoever has the most money to compete with said thing is going to win in the end. You want to? There, there are so many weird facts about this. Do you want to jump into a game first? I do, but I want to say one thing. Do it. Banks didn't loan Atari any credit to make Pong. Do you know why? Why? They said it was too similar to pinball machines. <laughs> Which, at the time, were synonymous with the mafia. Yeah, no, no, no. Hanging out at bars is just your, like, yeah. a scary dude. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's Pong so is like weird. a punk rock thing. It's so weird. Keith, Jesse, so many bad fucking rip-off Pong games so, out there. I, so is that what you're leading into your game? I'm leading into my oh game. Oh my god. Are you god. leading into your game? Kind of. Oh what's, my god. What's the name of your game, Keith? Uh, uh, th- that, that one? Where <laughs> I, I give you three fake games and one real game, and you have to tell me which one's the real That's one. That's good. That's good. Is that the same exact one Not you Not even close. Okay, thank god. Do you want to do yours? Do you want let's, to do mine? Let's start with mine, because I've got a few games for you. Okay, cool. And it's time for I Dare You to Make This Name Worse. Got it. With the market flooded with terrible Pong ripoffs, okay. of course the names were stellar and not at all generic. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a bunch of names. We're going to try to make every single one more generic and lamer. More than it, generic. More generic. More boring. Worse yeah. than it already Simplify is. Simplify it. Got it. Number one, mini color TV game. Uh, mini color TV. <laughs> they sold that. What? This is this is real. Mini These are all real. T- I don't even know what that means. I know. Mini color TV game. These were all pong ripoffs. Mini color TV game was a game that you could hook up to your television and play table tennis on. Oh, it's just ta- this is all Pong. These are all this Pong. This is all just Pong? And and some of them will be hockey, which is really just Pong with two paddles. Got it. Some of them, Air hockey. Yeah, it's all stuff like that. Uh, uh, home fight starter. <laughs> <laughs> that would work for all of these. <laughs> Number two, Sport Rama 8. Eight of these? They made eight, eight of, of these! these. They made eight sport ramas. Magnavox Odyssey had, at one point, three different consoles in a year. Jeez. They made this, they pumped this shit out. This was candy. What was this one called? Sport Rama 8. Sport Rama 8. Make that more generic, Keith. Uh, <laughs> uh, sport Rama 8. How? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> It's the most boring, it's the most 70s, 80s thing I've ever heard in my it, life. Doesn't it suck? Uh, your shorts are too high, three. <laughs> this is just all going to become commentary and on the 70s. They have to be. Number three, B-BIP-4. B-BIP? B-I, period. B-I-P, period, four. No spaces. Okay, can you can can we figure out what's the difference between one, two, three, and four, or A five? A lot of them yeah. would include... Uh, Slight variations, because this was, again, they don't know how video games work. No. So Magnavox Odyssey comes out and, like, it's this console. Sit around it. And, like, our kids don't want to be crammed over this 12-inch console on opposite sides. Make fucking wires that come out of it so they can have controllers. So, you know, 
BBIP1 has no controllers. All right, BBIP2 has controllers. Ah. Okay, BBIP3 now has air hockey on it as well. <laughs> That's what these things are. BBIP4. Uh, Which is, by the way, my favorite drone from all of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> BBIP4. Uh, gosh, just an alien? Like, what the? There's no person. I need to see, like, a visual. They they all look almost exactly the same. How? Why would you do this to me? BBIP4. Just make it. You don't have to make it 70s. You just have to make it sound more generic of a video game system than it already is. I... Uh, uh, <laughs> Boop Bouncer 1. Yes. Okay, thank you. Number four, TV game. <laughs> was this literally the only thing? Like, this was it. This was it for just TV games. For like a decade. This was it. Uh, the light is right. Yes. Okay, thank you. Number six, Telespiel Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't know why. Telespiel Las Vegas? I don't know why. There's no Vegasness to it. Like, they just keep tricking people into buying Pong again? Yes. Is that what it is? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, you're an idiot. Five. There you go. Okay, thank you. Six. Hockey tennis three. <laughs> Your dad's racist one. <laughs> is this just off of seventies or is this yes. personal? Uh, this is all all the above. Number seven. This one. I, I really love this one. Yeah. Program two thousand. No. Jesus. <laughs> Program 2000. How fucking lame and generic are these? This is like C-movie science fiction writing from the 70s. Is it like, is it a ball? I mean, most of the time, wasn't it like a block? Yeah. Basically. It was a square hitting a different square of light. That's all it was. So that's the title. It's It's a square square hitting a different square. square. All right. Number eight. Various play. Various play. No, it's not. That's what should be the title. <laughs> no, it's not. I will take that. Number nine, face off. Hockey. Yep. And number 10, all caps, mind you, TV Tron. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, how about, uh, you know, after I'm done smoking this pack of cigarettes, I'm going to have sex with my secretary. <laughs> It's very 70s. very 70s. This has been, I dare you to make this name worse. Keith, you did it. Uh, that was really good. Thank you. And terrible. I know, right? All the, Listen, over 100 of these things. No, trust me. That's why I looked up all the Atari games. Yeah. And I have a game for you, and you've already heard it. Yes. Called, let's, uh, uh, th- uh, is, it, is it that one? Let's, let's play Is It That Where One. Where I give you three fake ones and one real game, Jesse. Let's hear it. Okay, first one. Four of them. Okay. The South's Betrayal. Okay. Jesus. Janitor House. Oh, my. <laughs> Mr. Do. Knife Fight. Oh, my God. <laughs> Janitor House is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Because when you're a kid, you're just like, the janitor just lives at the school. <laughs> <laughs> so that game should be called School. <laughs> Please tell me Janitor House is, is fake. Yeah, what's the real one? Oh, only one of them is real. Yeah, okay. three fake, one real. Okay, so there was Knife Fight, yeah. Janitor House, yeah. where were the other two? Mr. Do. Mr. Do. <laughs> the South's Betrayal. The real one is The South's Betrayal. <laughs> is it? It's Mr. Do. Damn it! <laughs> 
I was like, the South's betrayal is too weird to be made up. Not the other ones. Knife fight on Atari. Knife fight. I'm totally for. I'm totally for. Just it. starts off with, did you bump into me? Fuck yeah. you, knife fights. That's exactly how the South's betrayal starts, too. Did you bump into me? Fuck you, duel. All right, second one. Okay. Birthday mania. Okay. Divorce lawyer. No. Cop police. <laughs> Lieutenant commando. <laughs> <laughs> Say the first one. All right, birthday mania. Yep. Divorce lawyer. Uh-huh. Cop police. Sure. Lieutenant commando. <laughs> He's so upset. Oh god. Birthday mania sounds like something from um from Bandersnatch. <laughs> so does cop police. <laughs> What was the last one? <laughs> Lieutenant Commando. That one's real. No, it's Birthday Mania. Oh, my God! <laughs> Fuck me! Ah, I came up with a good game. Oh, this is so good. I hate ah, it. Ah, third one. Okay. Steal Charlie's bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's so specific. Bobby is going home. I see the through line. Doug's pogo stick. Yup. Cop police, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'll do him again. Yeah, please. Steal Charlie's bike. Oh my God. Bobby is going home. Yep. Doug's pogo stick. Cop police too. What's the second one? Bobby is going home. That one's real. That one is real. Yes! <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. One for however many there are gonna be. <laughs> three. All right. It's one for three so far. Yeah, but so far. But I'm so only far. gonna get that one. <laughs> Congo Bongo. Jesus Christ. Trailer house. Yup. Look out, crows! <laughs> or supervision. Uh, look out, crows! <laughs> oh, it's it's ambiguous as well as funny. <laughs> look out because of the crows, or hey crows, comma look out. <laughs> Same again. Congo Bongo. Terrific. Trailer house. Sure. Look out. Crows. Uh, <laughs> Supervision. Congo Bongo. Congo Bongo. Yeah. Digging it. Oh, my God. All right. Let's what do it. What the fuck is that game? <laughs> do, you, do you play in Tito Puente's <laughs> band in Central Africa? What is that? What the fuck is Congo Bongo? You just know it's like what game? It's like everyone couldn't think of games. We work on today. Congo, Congo Bongo. Bongo. What are you working on tomorrow? Timphony Symphony. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesse. All right. MacGyver. Sure. Serpico. Sure. Mash. Uh -huh. The Honeymooners. Oh my <laughs> god. No. Yep. No. Yep. No. MacGyver. Yup. Serpico. Sure. Mash. Uh huh. The Honeymooners. No. <laughs> the only one I'm certain it's not is MacGyver. The other You're three. Certain? I'm certain it's not MacGyver. It's not MacGyver, right? No, mm. oh, God. Uh, my gut tells me that uh, Mash is the only one that would be logical. So Serpico. I'm going Serpico. <laughs> Should trust your gut. It's mad. <laughs> oh, fucking Serpico gets me every time. All right, Jesse. Okay. Let's get crazy. Let's get. Let's get. Let's get crazy. Chuck Norris super kicks. <laughs> oh, no. Fast Eddie. Uh -huh. Montezuma's Revenge starring Panama Joe. <laughs> Porkies. 
Is there another? I'll do another. I'll keep going. Chuck Norris, Super Kicks, uh-huh. Fast Eddie, uh-huh. Montezuma's Revenge, starring Panama Joe, uh-huh. Porky's. You know Porky's, right? Yeah, I know the movie. The movie Porky's. Porky's. You know the movie Porky's, Aristotle? It's just a bunch of high schoolers trying to fuck, basically. Yeah, it's gross. What was the name of the third one? Montezuma's Revenge. Starring? Panama Joe. I'm going to go with Montezuma's Revenge starring Panama Joe. Those are all real games. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! No! Fuck that! No! Are you kidding? No! Say them all again. Oh, God. Chuck Norris Super Kicks, Fast Eddie. How old is he? Montezuma's Revenge starring Panama Joe. Porky's. Chuck Norris was doing Bruce Lee movies. Chuck Norris, by the way, a huge piece of shit. Huge piece a of huge shit. piece of shit. <laughs> As a human being, a really garbage idiot individual. <laughs> huge piece of shit. But aside from that, he's a huge piece of shit. <laughs> Porky's was a game? Yes. Oh, my God. I knew that was going to be the one that you're just like, what the hell? Oh, my God. And Serpico wasn't. <laughs> no. Fuck that. <laughs> This game's out of order. <laughs> it's all The system's broken. Sorry, I might be quoting the wrong movie. All right, let's keep going. There's more. Save the whales. <laughs> Peace on Earth. Oh, my God. Love everyone. Mother and father police. <laughs> Save the whales. Mother and Peace father on Earth. Police. Love everyone. Mother and father police. Oh, Keith. Yes, sir. My brain is so fried from this game. <laughs> There's more. I can't wait. I, okay, okay. Mother and father, please. I mean, eighties are weird. This Don't is tell the mom 80s? the babysitter's dead. Yeah, a lot of these games came out in the eighties. Weekend at Bernie's is just about parading a corpse around to music. So I'm gonna go with mother, hey, father. I've police. seen Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird, unnecessary joke. <laughs> Mother, father, police for 400. Save the whales. Why not? Sure, why not? Why not? All right, Jesse, next one. Okay. Swedish erotica, beat them and eat them. <laughs> Swedish erotica, Custer's Revenge. <laughs> Tax avoiders. Swedish erotica, bachelor party. Do them again. Swedish erotica, beat them and eat them. Swedish oh. erotica, Custer's Revenge. Tax oh avoiders. Oh, fuck. Swedish erotica, bachelor party. I need to take a breath. <laughs> Tax avoiders. Those are all real. No, my God! <laughs> what? No. Okay, hold on. I feel out of breath. <laughs> I feel like I just I just sprinted a marathon. How how Swedish erotica? Oh yeah, there were three of them. <laughs> Keith, what? I'm dying. I know. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> hold on. Hold on, my okay. emails. Okay. Okay. All right, we have a couple more. We have okay. Two more. Okay. I'm gonna get through this. Right. I feel like I feel like man versus food. Or I'm like, this steak is delicious. Just Please, like, stop. Please stop. Please <laughs> stop. Zoo fun. Mm-hmm. War worm war one. Okay. The year 1999. Okay. Tennis. <laughs> I just looked at Jesse directly in the eyes when I said tennis. You did. Tennis. You said it with the confidence of somebody who go who it's like. One of these doors will lead to your death. The other one of these doors will give you a million dollars. And you looked me dead in the eye and went, you're going to pick the wrong door, motherfucker. You're going to pick the death door. Zoo fun. Uh-huh. 
Worm War One. Sure. The year 1999. When you say that, you just mean 1999. It doesn't say the year 1999. The year 1999. Oh my God. Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I smiled that time. It's tennis. They're all real. Oh my God. <laughs> Last one! Uh, Space cops. Sure. Save the whales, too. Sure. Fuck your junk. <laughs> Wife police. There is no way that fuck your junk is a real game. There is no way. I'm making that a t-shirt. <laughs> there is zero chance fuck your junk is a game. Is that your final answer? They're all real. They're all fake. Oh, my God. Yay! Thank Christ. Oh, thank this Christ. This has been uh, I, I, uh, that oh one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm actually tired Maybe right whiplash. now. Was that too long of a game? No, I that was beautiful. I loved every second of it. I hated it, and I loved every <laughs> second of it. Uh, Keith, you want one more game? Sure. It's very simple. What? On a scale of one pong to ten pongs. Okay. How many pongs boring is this? Okay. Wait. Ten is like the most boring. Ten, it is so boring. It is ten and pongs boring. And one is like, I could do it, like it's boring, but I'll play it. Okay. These are all things that happen in video games. Okay. From one to ten of pong. Okay. How boring are these things? Okay. Number one, being the first person to die in your over, in your Fortnite team, but everybody else is your friends. So you just gotta watch your friends Jesus play Christ, Fortnite. Ten. That's ten pong. Yes. <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah. Right I'm, off the bat. I have a controller in my hand, and I have to watch you play for 30 more minutes? Yeah, you have to watch Fortnite for 30 more minutes. Yeah, no, thank you. There you As go. As my friends are like, eh, it's Apex. Go to Apex. Okay. Go to Apex. At least you have a chance of coming back. Number two, every slow-walking NPC follow Oh, mission. my God, ten. <laughs> you guys are going to understand me pretty well. Games are supposed to be entertaining. I'm supposed to, enter I'm supposed to be having fun. Yeah. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I know what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Number three. Climbing anything in Breath of the Wild. Uh, it's a... It's like a two. Oh, okay. It's not boring. I'm just upset that I have to do it. It's so slow. It's so slow, but I love the action points. Yeah. It is kind of like a puzzle of, like, can I climb that one? And, like, what can I... Like, I like that aspect mm -hmm. of it. But, yeah, the concept of you have to climb all the way to this tower. I was like, all right, so I already played Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Number four, rotating objects in L.A. Noir. It's like, <laughs> it's annoying because you just kind of have to futz with it until yeah. you get to the, like, he sees something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so funny that he'll pick up, like, a bottle and be like, hmm, hmm, hmm. And then you can turn the control over and it's like, oh, that's a lot of blood. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like, oh, there it was the whole time because oh, I an can't organ, feel it. A human organ. Um, Like a two. Okay. Number five. Mashing X through 12 hours of Nino Kuni tutorials. Holy shit. <laughs> that whole game was a tutorial. That game was a tutorial for like 20, It was, 30 for 20 hours. hours. And it's not so much I have to press X. It's just like, hi, press X. How are you, press X? I'm like, god damn. Like, I don't need to hear half of this. Or just talk. The voiceover is great. Yeah. Um, god. Five. Okay. Five. Number six, going through that same one artificial forest bullshit level in Destiny 2's DLC over and over again. One. 
Yeah? Yeah, because they give you special abilities, so to me it's kind of like I'm just killing a bunch of things very fast, because like, you get your super over and over and over. But I get the repetitiveness so of it. Boring boring to to you, it's boring. I see it. Number seven, the Moogle Arcade game in Final Fantasy VII. Not boring. No? Doesn't bother me, because it's cute as hell, and it's very big contrast with what the else you're doing in the game. So you would give it one Pong? Yeah. Okay. Would you? Did you, like, hate it? I was like, please. That was me mashing X, just being like, come on, come on, come on. Oh, you weren't kind of like, oh, I'm taking a second. Because to me, I like it so much because I'm like, oh, the basketball game sucks. This fighting game sucks. I've already done the motorcycle. I've already done done the the submarine. submarine. And then I'm like, Oh, what's this? That fighting game is horrendous. It's bad. Yeah. And so, like, the mo- that game, I'm like, oh, this is pretty, for for just the change up in the game, I'm, I dig it. All right. Number eight, the entirety of The Witness. Yeah, uh, th- burn that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not that I hate it. I just, if you really like the game, like, if you love The Witness, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I question you as a person. <laughs> I really do. Like that's your favorite game. Yeah, that's your. You can be that's Superman your in game. games, and you want to play fucking puzzles. Like I get the puzzle aspects of it. Here's what I. But get. there's nothing redeeming to the game other than more puzzles. Here's what I get. Yeah, wanting people to know your favorite game is The Witness. That you, right? Ew. That's the thing that I think happens more often than my favorite game is The Witness. No, it's not. You yeah. just like that, having that. That like, game should be that. called Um Actually. Yeah, I really like Kafka. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Put down your copy of Infinite Jest that you don't actually yeah. like yeah and play a game where you kill a thing yeah let's be honest that's what that's like go be in the nba and go be a millionaire number eight every bit of story this is number nine every bit of story in kingdom hearts three jesus christ i'm i'm angry again yep how many pongs boring but xander turns out to be xanthem i got f- how many hours four and I stopped playing it. Damn, that is not a lot. I beat Toy Story level and I just stopped. Yeah, playing it. Looks, it's awful. It's yeah, ten. <laughs> Damn. Okay. That weird Metal Gear Four egg cooking thing. What? You ever play Metal Gear Four? Snake Eater? No. No, the one after it. No. Oh. There's an entire thing where there's just a child, a, an eagle, like a, a, a top-down view of a child making eggs on a stove and singing, and it happens before every chapter of Metal Gear 4. Just cooking sunny-side-up eggs slightly differently every time. Huh. Yeah. No, I had never seen that. That sounds amazing to me. <laughs> <laughs> so negative one. All right, fine. Playing darts with Roman in GTA. Oh, come on. <laughs> you don't like Roman? Nico, it's Nico. me, your cousin, who you are contractually obligated <laughs> to hang out with. I ain't never had anything against that dude. That dude's just trying to get his. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and know. he's never going to succeed. No, he's, he's not. Never gonna, he's never going to go home with anyone. No, it's well, never going to work out. He, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Nico, it's your cousin. We go bowling. I hate it. Did How you many? not like that game? I like that game a lot. You didn't like him. I, I hated Roman. Roman. Nico, it's your cousin. Every time. I'm dying. That Come was, save yeah. me. I'm dying. <laughs> like, uh, nine uh, pongs right there. Gotta go on dates. How many pongs, Keith? How many pongs? Yep. Hanging out, uh, hanging out with your cousin Roman. One. 
Kicking his ass at bowling and then running his ass over. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bring it. And last one. Replaying the same parts in Persona 5 for a fourth Jesus time. Christ, a thousand. There you a go. A thousand, a thousand, a thousand. This has been how many pongs I'm never going to beat that game, everyone. That it's was, never going to happen. That was. A, that felt like a good cool down from your game, which was very funny, and then my <sighs> game, which made you very upset. I'm so pissed off right now. <laughs> Jesse, Keith. here's the thing about Pong. Um, It's riddled with lawsuits. Yeah. And uh, guys... Uh, if you played Pong, if you connect with any of your family with Pong, please tell us. Um, I don't know when I could ever play Pong with anyone. It'd be a weird thing to play. Have you ever played it? Pong? Yeah. Yeah, like, but not. It's like asking if I've played Pac-Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, have you played Pac-Man? It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, there, kind of. There's so many weird things about this game. Uh, this is a direct quote okay. about Pong. The system began development under the codename Darlene, named after an attractive female employee at Atari. How gross is this place? Ew. Like, everything about Atari... Sounds disgusting. Sounds a, like it started from deception and thievery. Yeah. And then there was some sexism thrown in there. There's like, gotta be. There, it's the 70s. It's the 70s. It's the worst. This is such a weird company. And like... We look at the video game industry now and things that are going on with Epic and things that are going on with Riot and Blizzard. And the video game industry right now is fucking toxic yeah. as shit. And looking back, it's like, oh, it started that way. It's always been that bad. It's always been <clears throat> that bad. It started with some dude who just wanted to make a game because he came home from World War II and was not deal like dealing with it very well, no, apparently. not at all. Comes home, makes the game, is like, hey, I invented this new thing, and everybody goes, great. We can steal that and make it better. Yeah, it's, And it's fucked up. That's the computer boom. That is the computer boom. Yeah. It's everything. That was happening like Windows was happening. Yeah. Apple was happening, that whole sort of thing. It's, uh, I get that people are like the frivolous lawsuit thing, but also, that guy deserved $100 million. Yeah. That guy invented video games. This is a time when Sears was like, nothing's ever going to hurt us. Yeah. IBM was laughing at Bill Gates. Yeah. When he was like, you guys can own the computers, but can I put the operating system in every single computer? They're like, mm -hmm. sure, you big dumb idiot. Yeah. He doesn't know how money works. And then he became Bill became Gates. Bill, dude. <laughs> the, the, Sears is a funny thing. Atari couldn't sell Pong through toy stores. They no. wouldn't they wouldn't sell it. And so they had to go through Sears to sell it. And the first year they put Pong out, they're like we can make 75,000 units. And Sears went, we want 150,000. Right. So they rushed ordered everything, got it out for the holiday season, and out of 150,000, how many did they sell? 40,000. 150,000. Jesus. It became Sears' biggest selling toy I know of the season. Pong just blew up it the moment. It blew up yeah. as soon as Sears had it. It blew up, and then they just kept making more and more and more and more and more. God. Sears could have been the thing. They could have been. But I don't know what happened to Sears. Something about catalogs, et cetera. About well, do you know about that? You know that, no. right? You don't know what happened to Sears? No. They stopped doing the catalog. They could have been Amazon. They stopped doing their catalog. Okay. They're like, we don't need to do this anymore. Interesting. And that's how they made all their fucking they money. They got cocky. Yeah. And then they just stop. happens Happens to everybody. It does happen to everybody. everybody. It's happening to Apple right now. Yeah. Apple's products are... Garbage. Well, now they're like, we got to make a streaming <laughs> network yeah. now. It's like, now we got to do something else. Let's give Stephen Carell a show. <laughs> Again. 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 How about he's a news anchor? It was really original. All right. <laughs> so, final five, Jesse. Let's do it. Let's final do some five. final five here. So, I have one for you. Okay. Because I had to. Usually how it works. Yeah. Um, which Smash Brother character? No. 
I'm framing that wrong. If you were a Smash Brother character, what would be your moves and what would be your ultimate? Oh. Um my moves. Because uh, you have your like attack quick moves. Yep. Because you can't. There is the little Mac thing. Because you can say you're a boxer. Nah. But nah, I really, I want to make more specific and original. Uh, I would, I would be surrounded by uh, carb heavy foods, and if anybody got within my ring Wait, of so macaroni, you, do you not move. You just stationary. I'm on a, I'm on a rolling chair. <laughs> And I have this what? like three three what kind? like a like a lazy like boy? In, no like an office chair like an office chair and okay. I just I've built a little desk that's like three hundred and sixty degrees around me and it's just littered with plates of like mac and cheese and mashed potatoes and like and like empanadas and pupusas and tacos and stuff that I like to eat and if anybody gets within that scope to attack me. I take it as they're trying to steal my food <laughs> and I slap them across the face and go no. Um, that's your power move, or what? What's that's my quick that's move. your quick move. That's my quick move. So saying no uh, is yeah, it's just saying no and slapping somebody's hand or face if they get within the space of my mac and cheese. Got it. And uh, and then my finishing move is I eat too much, and then I and then I cry out in regret. I wish I hadn't eaten that much food, <laughs> and the force blows people off. The <laughs> I dig that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's me. Uh, number one, what's the best name for a video game character ever, and what's the worst? The best name for a video game. I like Cypher. Cypher? Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, Cypher's a, a good name. Cypher's a good one. The worst one? It's the worst video game name you've ever heard. Worst one. What are you laughing at? Aristotle's laughing. What are you laughing Aristotle, at? what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Put the mic on, Aristotle. But what, what did you, you laugh at? at? What are you, you laughing laugh at? at? Worst video game name you've ever heard. Well, what'd you laugh at? What'd you laugh at? Cypher. <laughs> Cypher's the worst name? Well, I'm laughing at the joke. <laughs> Turn your fucking mic back. <laughs> uh, worst one. Has to be from another Final Fantasy game. You think no, so? Uh... There are so many names, so many kinds of games, so many stupid characters, so many... I mean, listen, Kate Sith is a dumb, weird name. No, but what was uh, what, what was the character, the boss underneath uh, the bordello in Final Fantasy? Apps. Apps. What the fuck was that? <laughs> when I looked that up, I was like, is this a correct name? Apps? What the hell is... Not even two Ps. Yeah. Apps. Um, there is... A character in Persona Five, and it is. Uh, it's, it's, what do you got here? What happened? Turn your mic back on, oh Aristotle. I was gonna wait till after your final five, but I made an impromptu game for both of you. What? what? <laughs> really? <laughs> what? Yes. Okay, let's what? stop let's this. Let's get final five. five. What, what, are what are you doing? What are you doing? What's, What's up? Uh, well, it was gonna be two questions. Then it was gonna be three. Now it's gonna be four questions. Oh okay. hell yeah! Sub question afterwards. Okay. okay. This game is called How Much Did That Console Cost When It First Came Out and How Much Is It Worth Now? <laughs> yes! Or how much is the value yes! now? Yes! my man! Forcing his way into the show. I dig it. Very, uh, can I tell you something? Love it. Bold. Bold. I, know, I'm sorry. I like Bold. it. I like also, it. Bold. I, I literally thought about that this morning. I was like, ah, I don't want to put my voice on there, but it's also fun to talk to you guys. Yes! And it's also a prophecy come true. Can I tell you something else? A little bit presumptuous. I know. <laughs> But what if this talk is what us. it was meant to be? Talk, I'm the new player talk that to has us joined yay. all the time. Talk to us all the time. Buddy. All right, what do you got for us? All right, I'm going to name you one of the consoles you've talked about. Sure. 
And I'm going to ask you, how much did it cost right. when it launched? Uh-huh. And how much is that worth? Not today. how much is it worth today? What is the value of Oh, and with today? inflation. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Magnavox Odyssey. $400. Is, that's how much it cost when it came out? Yes. $80 when it came out. It was $100. Ah! Wow. It's close. Now, how much is that today in 2019? Oh, $100. It came out in the 60s. Oh, uh, $72. came or out in Apparently, 70? according to Wikipedia. That's where okay. I'm like, ah, this is, a, this is a loose game. Okay. Now, like $700? Yeah, I was going to say $650. 2019, that would be $599. Okay. 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 Okay, now I have kind of the numbers yeah, now. Yeah, we have the and reference now I have down. the base down. All okay. right. All right. What's this? Was this a sub-question? Sub- that was the sub-question, was how much Got is it, it. Worth today? So we're just going to uh, take every question and multiply it by six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Atari 2600. Yeah, the actual Atari. Uh, release date, oh, wow, September 11th, 1977. <laughs> Guys, we all saw it coming. Uh, <laughs> 150. So they release. They knew it was going to be successful. They didn't go the Coleco route. Coleco blew up because they did the same thing uh, Atari was doing, but way cheaper. Yeah. And that's why they sold so many at the Telestar. Um, I'm going to say 100 as well. Introductory price was 199. Damn. Damn. They doubled up. I'm going to say that's worth roughly $1,200. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. According to Wikipedia, that is worth $822.77. What? Oh, that says 2018. But <laughs> So obviously it, we're right. Inflation yeah, is really affecting right. different okay. things. Every okay. year. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, thank you. We'll right. see. We'll see. What else? Home Pong from Atari slash Sears. So just Pong. Yeah, just the Home Pong. $40. $50. Released December 1975. I stick with 40 50 Ninety-eight, ninety-five. What? Really? Just fuck. Why would you even buy that? Great Damn. Question. It was it was unheard of at the time. And also, nothing came out for a while. I'm gonna say roughly six hundred dollars today. Uh, eight hundred. Four sixty-one. Four sixty-one. How does inflation work? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. We have a video game podcast. Yeah, we clearly gave know. up on everything. You have one more for us. I've got one more. Okay. That. I believe you have mentioned, uh, and I, again, this is all Wikipedia. Yeah. A little tidbit will come in afterwards. But okay. The Color TV Game Series. Hey, I did mention that. Uh, $80. 100 This one's going to be hard because it's in yen. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so can, tell me what it is, and then I can, I just, we can translate wait, it. We got to figure out. So tell me, the, tell, me the, tell me the yen, and then I will put it in. Or you Eight. can put it in. 8,300 yen. Okay. 8,300. That means nothing to me. Yeah, same. Yen. Though, here on Wikipedia, it says 8,300 to 48,000 yen. So okay. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Can I ask you something? Yes. How many pesos is it worth now? <laughs> Hard to question. $80. Hey. $78.74. There you go. Nailed it. But that's now, that's yeah. today's number compared to the yen? Well, what? the equivalent. No, the equivalent still the equi- is well, it actually, still going to be the same? No, it goes up. It's floating. It goes up and down compared oh. to what we're competing with the dollar. Because yeah. Well, the equivalent today would be one hundred and twenty-four dollars to seven hundred and fourteen dollars. I don't understand that, but I mention it because you mentioned it. Also, again, according to Wikipedia, uh-huh. who do you think manufactured this color TV game series? Who do you think? 
What, you, what company? Who is the manufacturer of the color TV game? Who's competing with Bonus Sears? Question. I'm wondering if it is Sears. The Sears made their own on top of the Released Atari? in Japan. Released in Japan. Oh. In what year? 1977 to 1980. What's the precursor to Nintendo? That's the real question, right? Okay. Who's around? No, it's not that. No? I was going to say Sony. But Sony's a good guess. But it's not Sony. Uh, Yamaha. Oh, interesting. Are these your final answers? Try it. Sure. Wait, Yamaha, that's cool. According to Wikipedia, it was Nintendo. Hey! Hey! hey there you hey. go. There you go. There you go. Aristotle coming with the knowledge. Well, now when you're in the episode, when you're in it, with, I'm going to do games where you both can play now. Hey. Now we can add a different element to the show. Yeah. I like it. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say that that game's name should have been Inflation. We'll never know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Better title. <laughs> Aristotle, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much, man. Aristotle. Uh, turn your microphone turn the fuck off right now. Turn it off. Don't ever turn it back off. on. You're the best. You're a favorite. All right. Number two, Keith, for final five. Uh, number two. Um. Which video game will eventually be blamed for a specific murder? <laughs> it's like Catcher in the Rye. Yep. John Lennon. Oh, who will go? I see what you're saying. What is like, is there a game that you think that's going to lead someone to doing something fucked up? I mean, no, I don't think a game, but I, I do think a game will be blamed. Yes. A game will not be responsible ever because that's mean, not how games work. I, read, I, I mean, I read Catcher in the Rye. I know. wanted to kill John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what will be blamed? Because it's easy to, it's always easy to blame. Okay, so what is, it's got to be semi-realistic. It's got to be human-based. It's got to be visceral. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Grand Theft Auto is too easy of an answer. Call of Duty, all these games are too easy of answers. What's something a little bit off the beaten path? Is there any game recently? Just say Animal Crossing, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take my time on this one. What is a game? I want to have like a cooler answer than Resident Evil 7. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that seems That seems like the game that will be taken, but I want something that feels... More niche. Yeah. Because Catcher in the Rye, you would never read it and be like, I'm going to kill John Lennon. No. Um, because, be like, because he's already dead. So we don't need to. You'd be like, anymore. get a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Holden, you are a whiny piece of shit. <laughs> Bully. Ah. Bully will be blamed for somebody dying. Hell yeah, it will. Didn't get away from Rockstar. Didn't get away get from it, Rockstar. Didn't get away from one. Rockstar. Number two. If you were an RPG character, what would your weapon be? I mean, a gun blade. That's it? That, what? Do you want me to have a gun? <laughs> what do you want me to have? I don't a know. A staff? I don't know. I'll be like Zell. I'll beat them to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you're, you've got the gun I can blade. do whatever I want. Do yeah. I get to pick the character I am? Because that's to represent my personality, I yeah, assume, Yeah, you get right? to pick every aspect of it. Gunblade, and I'm like, I don't know how this physically works. Like every <laughs> single time, I'm like, I technically pull the trigger, but what's coming out of the you, gun? You have very heavy duty gloves so yeah. that you can't cut yourself on the blade, right? But you're definitely holding the blade <laughs> end and beating people to death with the butt of the gunblade. That's how I picture you. And the whole time you're doing it, you keep yelling, "I'm sorry, this is taking so long." I love the idea of pistol whipping somebody with a gunblade. That's very funny. <laughs> Gunblade, but only pistol whipping. Just only pistol whipping that's, with a gunblade. That's blade. the best answer possible. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, Jesse. Mm -hmm. 
Who would be better at helping you escape? Carmen San Diego or Jason Bourne? Um, again, we don't really know how Carmen San Diego escapes. Not only does she escape, she stole the fucking Liberty Bell. Yeah, it's, as, it's bigger than she is by yes, a lot. By a lot, and she stole it. So she's rich or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's really it. She's just paying off guards. If that that is it, right? Carmen San Diego is wealthy. Then Carmen San Diego would help me escape better because wealthy people have power and skilled people have none. But is she Matt Damon? She might be. We can't find her to know. <laughs> I'm going Carmen San Diego. I dig it. Number three, what video game cheat code or special move is still kicking around somewhere in your brain? Uh, red rum. Red rum? Yeah. That's a code? The Sims. What does that do? Gives you more money. That's it? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then it's colons, I think colon, parentheses, colon, parentheses, colon, or semicolon, parentheses, semicolon, parentheses. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Red Run. Damn. Yeah. That's already up there. Yeah, I don't have, I don't remember, you know the blood code for Mortal Kombat. ABC, I don't, ABC. I don't, I don't know any of those sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, yeah, I don't even remember the Grand Theft Auto one by heart. I used to, have, I used to know it quickly to get like armor and weapons and that sort of thing. Damn. But uh, I don't remember it. All right. Um, Jesse, mm-hmm. wake up tomorrow four inches taller, but being capable of liking food as much as you did, or always waking up to new puppies, but you have no legs. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be tall instead of having no <laughs> legs. Yeah, I, I really mulled it over. Well, I thought about the food aspect yeah, of how that. much you like food, and you- <laughs> I gave it a lot of thought. I gave it a lot of thought, and it turns out I'd rather be taller but and ta- more attractive. But tacos don't taste like tacos. I don't to give you a anymore. fuck. I'm tall. <laughs> I'm tall, and I can see at concerts, and people call me sir. Ah, uh, okay. I should have changed it to you're two inches shorter. Yeah, I. Uh... Would you still do the? I don't know how to how to uh, say this. Wake up to puppies every day, but Keith, two inches shorter. What? Keith, what? I really like having legs. Yeah, it's a big thing about me. You say it's this so every weird day. Th- I know, and I I hate that I have to say it on the podcast now. <laughs> I really like having legs, and I'm sorry if that's offensive. Yeah, I am, but I like them. Uh, cool. Yeah, good to know, Keith. Yeah, if you could decorate our apartment to look like a location from any video game, what would it be? Uh, the Last of Us. <laughs> Any room. There's just nothing in it. No, there's like dead kids with like <laughs> sheets over them and stuff like that. We leave notes of what happened. Oh my god! Ten years ago or some bullshit like that. Oh my god! Like that. That's the most terrifying answer you, you asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 69th floor on Midgar Building. So just blood everywhere. <laughs> Genova's around. Genova's around. I don't know. Um. Because if anyone walked into our apartment and it was very specifically a video game, I'm not getting laid that night. <laughs> I mean... Or I am, and she's going to be weirded out the whole time. Yeah. Or yeah, you are, and she's going to be way into it. Right. So maybe... I'm thinking the dead bodies with the sheets aren't really going to do it for her. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me, though. That's just me, Holy though. Holy fuck, that got dark fast. No. What? Okay, okay. What? What? No. No. What? what? Jesse. <laughs> yes. Final question. Sure. What does God look like? Aristotle. Aristotle. Come Quit on. laughing. Quit laughing. What are you doing? Question five is about God every time. You know this. What does God Don't look? give us the finger like that. <laughs> Don't give us the finger. That, that, oh, that is a crude hand Ooh. gesture. That is a crude hand gesture, Aristotle. 
Put your pants back on. <laughs> this is what you do. If your mic's off, I can do this to you, and you can't retort at all. Put your pants back on, Aristotle. And if you did retort, we'd be like, no, it's two of us, one of no, you. No, it's two of us, one of you. Your pants are off. Quit leaning up against that tree. All right. <laughs> what does God look like? <laughs> Who's the... What? <laughs> the, the animated toy train with the face on the front? The, Thomas the Thomas tank, tank, engine. tank Engine? Yeah, God looks like that. <laughs> he looks like that? Does he talk? I, he choo-choos. <laughs> Wait, I don't what's know, going man. On? What's going <laughs> I I was like, I, God, what? Avoid. It's not, I don't believe I, in I God. I understand that, but now that every single guest that comes on, I'm just going to think Thomas the Toy Tank Engine <laughs> and being like, the weed's over there or it's whatever It's a very funny thing to me to get to heaven, and then just like, doo-doo, and you're like, Hey, you lived a good life. <laughs> like, what what is, is he on? talking or is the narrator talking? Because I think that was the whole thing, Thomas the Toy Tank. Oh, that's right. Well, his mouth he would smiles move. He smiles or he frowns. He would change expression, and you'd hear a voice narrating, and you'd be like, who's the voice? The voice is God, right? Yeah, that's what I assume, right? But you'd never find out. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> horrifying. Yeah. I've been praying to that every night. <laughs> Question five. What? If you were a character in a mafia movie, yeah. what would be your nickname? Because my last... Keith the Sweats King Bay. The Sweats? Why would they call you the Sweats? Hey, Keith, you get that thing done? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're saying, LV. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, just look at me. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not that interesting. You shouldn't ask me anything. Tommy, what's wrong? I just shook hands with the Sweats. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like he's up to something. He is. He's in the mafia just, with us. I'm just constantly screwing everybody over. Yeah. You wearing a wire? I mean, why would I be wearing a wire? Everybody's looking at me like I'm wearing tons of wires or something What's over What's the here? deal with Keith the Sweats? He has a disease. <laughs> and he's nervous. <laughs> he sweats so much. Hey, the Sweats, were you just out for a jog? <laughs> what? No, I just got out of my air-conditioned Cadillac. <laughs> Are you lying? Oh. They kill the Sweats. They put him in a meat locker. He still sweats. That's That's his deal. Do you think I'm funny or something? I did not say anything close to that. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Pesci. This is, you say Pesci. You don't. You give him his actor Mr. name, Mr. Pesci. Mr. Pesci. I apologize, Mr. Pesci. This has been Final Five. Final. This, this game's a fucking. It's so funny because it's a microcosm of everything that gaming is. Yeah. Which is just somebody made something and it was creative, and somebody else went, "I can steal that and make more money." And that is very much the entertainment industry in a nutshell. Do you guys think you were opening this door when you saw the Pong? <laughs> so, Ooh, they're doing Pong today. It's going to be boring as hell. Yeah, right? <laughs> that should be the title of this episode, Pong, but not boring. <laughs> should make it. Make I that. should make, make it. Make that. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy thing. It's, it's, the, it's the gaming world in a nutshell. It's the entertainment industry in a nutshell. It's most industries in a nutshell. People are thieves. So if you have a good idea, don't tell anyone. Yeah. Let it rot away in your garage. Aristotle. Aristotle. Jesse. Keith. Keith again. Pong. Pong again. And Pong a third time because I stole time. it from you and do I made it. more money I like off it. of it. Oh, man, I'm going to sue you so I'm gonna hard. I'm going to do it. I'm already for 20 I fucking, years. I made so much money with Sears oh, and <laughs> JCPenney's. We're both rich. We're both fucking. Oh, my God. They are, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they both won. Fuck yeah. it. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's leave. This has been New Players Join. Goodbye. Goodbye.
You're just like the janitor just lives at the school. <laughs> so that game should be called School. <laughs> All right, we're back and we're doing another voice mailbag section. That's right. You guys sent in your voicemail bags. bags. <laughs> Man, good start. Can we edit the whole episode no. out now? No, nope. this is no. We're living uh, with this. We're living okay, with this. First one. Let's go. Hey, this is uh, Jake. Trying to. Calling in, got a question. <laughs> Just curious, get your guys' take on like the speedrun community or something. I haven't really heard you guys talk about it too much, but seems like a pretty big uh, segment of the video game world that, uh, I don't know. <laughs> maybe you could just touch it. Maybe just say the word speed word. <laughs> can't really remember <sighs> the time that you guys mentioned it. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't mind going out getting a drink with Aristotle sometime. <laughs> Always wanted to be the vegetarian. Oh, my God. Get it? Meat. Meat, a vegetarian. A vegetarian. Meat, M-E-A-T. Because <sighs> I don't eat meat. <laughs> but now you get it. Because I explained it. <laughs> this is 45 minutes long. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. So oh. hilarious that that, jo- that question is about the speedrun community. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't put that together. I have a hey. question about... Going, going fast. <laughs> uh, you want to hear talk about speedrun community? Here we go. Speedrun community. Speedrun community. Um, no, uh, our our wonderful producer Brendan constantly talks about yeah our, speed run our audio engineer there. He and is, then uh, we'll just bring up the screen and be like, this guy's gonna meet beat Mario in like an hour. Or yeah, something like that. he'll just do that while we're setting up for an episode. Brendan will just be like, here's a speed run of Metroid. Here's a speed run of Celeste. Here's oh my two people gosh. competing in the speed run. Uh, the speed run community is super cool. There's an event every year. There's like a a festival where it's just we speed run games all weekend long which is super cool. One of our uh one of our listeners was mentioning it to me on Twitter. Uh I forget which one she said she was going to check out, but it's it seemed really really awesome. I've seen Super Mario 3 uh speed runs. Yeah. I've seen a bunch of different speed runs. Um It's cool because it's essentially how can you break the game? Yeah. And it's like it gets into the technical aspect of what's the code for the game, what's buggy, what's glitchy, what can be exploited, what can be exposed. It also shows like if you're really obsessed with the game, it's yeah, something everybody knows and that sort of thing. Yeah, like, how fast can you beat Ocarina of Time and things like that? Because it, when it started, speedrunning was how good are you at a game? Yeah, and it got to how much do you know about the game? Yeah, because like the famous Mario level is is it four two where it's the underground level, and there are all these ways where you can cut out tiny, tiny portions and frames and the game glitches and it sends you to a next level without having to pass like the next three seconds of wait time. Wow. Yeah, and it's all about like do you do this one frame ahead? It's it's crazy. It's It begins to be about the engineering of video games, which I think is really cool. Yes. It's a very impressive thing that people uh, do a deep dive, uh, deep enough that they understand the actual engineering of a product that they love. I think it's great. I think it's impressive. I think it's a new way to explore video games. Fun. I'm into it. I can't do it. I, I'm terrible at it. I can't. I mean, but I think it's impressive as hell. I not me. <laughs> I don't agree at all, Jake. You write that down, Jake. You write it down. You write that down, and then you mail it to our voice mailbag. Hey, me again. 
can't remember what I told you my name was. I think it was Jim. What? Just wanted to make sure that uh, you got that joke. <laughs> I said I wanted to meet Aristotle because he's a vegetarian, but instead of M E E T, I meant it like M E A T. <sighs> it was pretty funny. I'll make sure you got it. Hello, my name is Martin. I come from Scotland. Uh, loving the podcast. Yes! Just wondering what guilty pleasures, game wise, do you have? And also, if you could live in one video game world, what one would it be and there why? There you go. And finally, fuck James Lipton. Yeah! <laughs> oh my god! A Scottish oh, bro that telling fuck James. Oh. Fell so much better than any of the oh. other fucks that we said. Was it Martin? Ah, uh, this is Martin. Yes, Martin. Thank you so much for thank calling. You so much calling Martin. Also, yes, Scotland, baby. <laughs> we got one. Home, home, home on the range. Well, way different. That's uh, way different. All right. So, what guilty guilty pleasures? pleasures. What guilty pleasure games. Um, so you don't talk about them openly? Yeah, the kind of games that you're like, I know this is a bad game, but I still zone in on it and play it a bunch. Final Fantasy VIII. That's a great game. Come on. People shit on that game all the time. Uh, What's like dumb. something weirder than that? Like still? Still. Huh. Like phone games, maybe? Do you play any phone games? I don't. I did go through a phase where I played Angry Birds. Really? Uh, on the a, train? Yeah, on the subway. I would yeah, do that, when too. when I was in New York. Um, that, to me, is like a time killer. Yeah. I don't really consider those, like, games. Even though if you're a famous person, that you want to talk about Angry Birds, oh, baby, please come on our show and promote <laughs> it. Uh, we'd love it. Angry Birds, such a great video such game. Such a great video game. Come oh, on our show and boy, promote it. Oh, my please, God. Give us all the money. Give us all the money. Please give us all of your money. Fuck, what are the games that we know are, like, uh, I, I don't want... Bad? Not just, like... There's some kind of stigma attached to them. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's not the game you should be playing. I still, like, if you give me Call of Duty, I'll play the hell out of it. Yeah, that's fair. And it's, like, a game I really don't tell people I play. Yeah. Because it's just has a lot of negative stigma around it. Grand Theft Auto, I'll tell people I play. I don't care. For some reason, yeah. I feel Call of Duty is more of a judgmental sort of thing. Yeah, well, Grand Theft Auto has a lot to to it that you can do and I think kind of make it your own. I think because Grand Theft Auto is just like transparent with how shitty it is, yeah. and Call of Duty tries to be like, no, we're like American, and we're supposed to be promoting It's like it's Taco Bell and bombing the Middle East and all this sort of stuff. Right. When I had an office job, I would go on Flash games all the time, and I would do uh, escape room Flash games. Yeah. That was a guilty pleasure of mine that I wouldn't tell anybody about. Oh, those about. are fun. They're fun, but I was just like, this is what I do all day. And the world I would live in? I don't know, any Call of Duty game. Uh, <laughs> That's the world you already live in. God, no. Um, any RPG, any cool RPG. There's magic, yeah. and yet there's people still need guns. I want to live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something for that. There's a part of me that wants to say Stardew Valley, because I'm just like, I just want to own a farm and just... Work the land and get away from everything. Keith's shaking his head just so angry. Just move to Montana. Just move to Montana. I probably you can just should. do that. You can, there's cheap land in Montana. I probably in should. Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah, but I'm no bad one at lives it. in Wyoming. I want to live in Stardew Valley because you can own a farm that you didn't have to pay for. Yeah, you'd have no bills to pay ever. Wyoming. You don't actually need to do anything. You don't need to know how to Wyoming. farm. You can just <laughs> Wyoming. I don't know what you want me to. Keep they repeating. pay you to stay. They there. do. Go move to Alaska. That's true. They actually Go, pay you to but, move. But I mean, it'd be really hard to farm there. But yeah. thank you for the question. Martin. 
Hey guys, this is Earl Simmons from Florida uh, once again, and I just finished listening to your Final Fantasy VII podcast, oh. and I have a secret, and nobody knows about this. <laughs> so me and my best friend at the time, we were playing Final Fantasy VII. Uh, we played it around 1998, and around that time, the Mel Gibson movie, The Patriot, was about to come out, and his uncle was one of the extras, so we got free tickets to, like, the premiere, whatever, whatever. So that same night, we were getting ready to go. <clears throat> we're playing Final Fantasy, and we got to the part where area spoilers, die, and is killed. And we finished it, we finished that boss battle, and we were completely, like, devastated, me more so. And then we went to the movie. I couldn't focus on this movie at all, and... A few times I found myself crying in tears because yeah. I lost a great character yeah. that I really valued. And I really worked hard to level up, and it was all gone. <laughs> um, so basically my friend's parents were like, oh, man, I was really emotional. Like, is he going to be okay? <laughs> 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 to this day, they, they think that The Patriot is like a movie that's like hard for me to watch. <laughs> and really, I, I was crying over to death for one of my favorite video game characters of all time. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, keep it out. <laughs> Man, Earl. That's so you good. You are an American patriot. Yeah, my dude. My man. There's nothing more American than crying about a fictionalized Japanese woman <laughs> while watching Mel Gibson kill a bunch of redcoats. That's so funny. That's a great story. Man, you should go cry at weirder movies with yeah. him. You should just go find weirder oh, things man. to cry about. We should all just sneak into very strange movies and just start really crying oh pretty hard. Oh, God pretty hard yeah i love this and just be like it's such a bad movie yeah. <laughs> i don't like this movie yeah patriot fun fact uh, a lot of cannonballs taking off limbs in that movie hey uh earl everyone knows your secret now <laughs> next one hey keith hey jesse hey aristotle uh this is parents from texas um first off i just want to say thank you i absolutely love the podcast um I happened to stumble across it one day. I was on Spotify, and I I think the first episode I ever listened to was the one about Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, nice. It was a very interesting car ride. <laughs> um, and for the longest time, I was debating on what exactly I should talk about. And uh, I guess what I wanted to bring up was uh, probably one of my favorite experiences with gaming. And it actually happened back in 2011. So in 2011, I graduated from high school, and at the end of my senior year, I happened to find out about a game called Fantasy Star Universe. Mm-hmm. I guess I wanted to bring this up in honor of uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 coming out in the next year or so. But that was my first experience with MMOs, and um, I just remember I logged on one day. I'd taken over the payments for my Xbox Live account, and I managed to get enough money to go ahead and do the monthly payments for uh, the Fantasy Star Universe servers. And I just remember my first time logging on, I was just amazed by the whole MMO experience. I remember my first hour of being online, a bunch of random players showed up, and they were just like, hey, are you a new player? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, cool. You want to join us so we can do a mission? And for the next couple hours, I just sat there playing with random strangers, and they actually were nice to me. And so... I was just, I guess, amazed by the whole MMO experience. And for me, that was just something that has never really been topped yet. 
that was probably my most favorite gaming experience was with that game. And I used to stay up for hours on end just playing it. And so it was kind of heartbreaking whenever the game actually ended, whenever the servers were shut down for it. But I'm hoping to recreate that experience with Sentence to Online 2 coming out here pretty soon. And I'm hoping to try and recreate some of those amazing memories that I had. So I just wanted to share that one. That was, like I said, my favorite gaming experience of all time. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess the last three things. Uh, one, thank you guys for pretty much existing. You are probably my favorite gaming podcast of all time. Uh, second, Aristotle. We need to hear your voice more often. <laughs> like, seriously, we need to hear your silky smooth voice on the mic more. <laughs> and third, I guess just sort of a a random question. So kind of a what if question. If you could have any video game armor or suit, for example, the Ooh. power suit from Fallout. Oh, no, they cut his ass out. Oh, is it going too long? Yeah. Okay. Is he... If we don't have it, we, we have... have an, he called back. Okay. Uh, let's let's get the call back and see what we get. Hey, new player. This is uh, Terrence from Texas. I actually called a moment ago, but I guess my message ran too long. So I guess I'm just going to try get more straight to the point. <laughs> uh, first, I just want to say thank you, guys. This is, without a doubt, my favorite video game podcast of all time. There's... There isn't any other podcast that I really want to listen to. You guys have a new episode every week. It's pretty much the highlight of my week. I look forward to it with each new episode. And um, I guess, let's see. I've had to think of a random question to ask. If you could have any suit or armor from any video game of all time in real life, so, for example, the Halo suit or maybe even the power suit from Fallout, you could have one suit that you can use in real life. What suit would it be and why? And uh, also, last thing, Aristotle. We seriously need to hear your voice more often. He said it twice, so he means I want to hear your silky smooth voice. Said it twice? Like, he means it. You should have your own chibi version on the cover of the a new player who's joined website. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like a chibi version of you in a Star Fox suit. Yes. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Anyway, thank you guys. Have a great one, and please keep up the good work. I absolutely love you guys. All right. Have a good one. Terrence Yo, from Teja. Terrence! D from T's. Digging it, man. Thank you so Thank much for the, calling the in, the man. lovely messages. Yeah. We appreciate that. Uh, that MMO experience sounds magical as Yeah, hell. man. Wow. I felt that all the time. That's the cool thing about MMOs is they start you off in a friendly area. You all have to do quests together, so it's like in your best interest to go find players and go play with them and do yeah. team building. The first time, there, there are games that... Uh, the the one that always surprised me was Journey because when you play Journey you see other players at different points but yeah. you don't really know that they're other players. other players yeah and then at the end of the game they're like you shared your journey with and they show you all the people you met and that was a moment where I was like oh my god that was it was emotional for yeah. me because I was like all these people helped me the entire game and they never said anything I didn't get to communicate with them yeah World of Warcraft I'd literally run dungeons with people for hours yeah. and they're really nice then we'd become friends yeah. on WoW and then like little things I actually met people through WoW Star Wars Galaxies I'd meet people MMOs were a very fun experience yeah yeah I hope uh, man I hope I hope Star Odyssey's great yeah Star, is it Fantasy Star Online Fantasy yeah. Star Online, Online. I apologize yeah. I apologize Terrence, don't come for me. <laughs> All right, so if we could have any armor set in any real life. Armor set. Yeah. Okay. Look-wise, 
Just look wise, yeah. I want the glass armor from Skyrim. Nice. That just looks dope. It looks dope as hell. It look, it's just high elven glass armor. Um, but for just half-life power suit. Oh, okay. Because it could make you jump farther. You yeah. get the radiation, things like that. I think that's probably the right answer in terms of uh, in terms of actual real-life applicable uh, armor. But, yeah, Fallout's power armor is... There, there are different armors in Bethesda games that I'm like, those aren't the ones that you're supposed to like. Yeah. But I like that one. Yeah. If you could dress me like Kellogg from Fallout 4 with that. Oh, that's what you want? I'd be like, that's a badass coat, bro. <laughs> that's a dope coat. Is that what you want? You want to be Fallout 4? I might take Kellogg. He's like clothes, not even power armor. Yeah, he's asking, he's like, asking armor. It has to be straight up armor? He's saying power armor, man. Let me... I'm trying to think of games where, because Bethesda games, like MMOs, you can put on armor, you can see the difference, like, right away, you know? I'm trying to think of games where it's like your character has this one set of armor. Uh, Ren from uh, Fantasy Star 3. Oh, yeah? Has a set of armor that I was, it's a cyborg-looking shit, and I was like, he looks so badass. Yeah. That would just look so cool to wear. Yeah, I want a jetpack with my glass armor. Nice. I want to fly in. And just hit somebody with my sword. <laughs> Keith, what you've just described as murder. <laughs> Not a, no, I mean in Skyrim. Just to show up yeah. with a jetpack and it hit somebody with a sword. Like, how unnecessary at all of those times to have a jetpack so and a giant funny. sword. Can you imagine if you chose Preston's armor from uh, Fallout 4, which is just a trench coat and a dumb hat? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down with that. All, all right. right. Next one. Hey, Keith. Hey, Jesse. This is Logan. Uh, I'm actually up at 4.30 in the morning where I live. I'm driving to the gym right now because right. I work at 9 to 5. I'm uh, putting it in. And I remember you in. guys talking a bit about being gym people. So I just wanted to ask you what your lifting plan looks like right now. How many days a week you going? Do you mix up your <laughs> muscle groups? Do you do back and buys? Or do you, do you localize on arms? Uh, also, I ate a microwaved egg this morning. I didn't know you could do that, but apparently you can microwave an egg for 45 seconds, and it's all kosher and all good. So, you know, eat more eggs. Farmers, <laughs> farmers need that. Uh, anyway, love to pod. You guys have a great day. Uh, Going to go hit the gym. All right, first Logan. off, first off, Logan, eat that shit raw, bro. What are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> you lifting? You talking about lifting? You ain't eating that shit raw? I will never eat a raw egg in Man, my life. Yeah, me neither. I'm not crazy. All uh, right. So. So here's the thing. Jesse and I used to lift. A ton. Now Jesse boxes. Yeah. So he doesn't lift as much. I don't lift nearly as much. When we were lifting, uh, I would do five different, I would do a five-day split. One day was legs, one day was back, one day was chest. Uh, one day with shoulders and one day with buys and tries. Yeah. We would go about an hour and 15 every single day. Right. Uh, we would do a lot of compound lifts and a lot of, uh, we would mix compounds and also um, isolated movements. Right. Uh, since then, I'd box and do a ton of plyometrics instead because I injured my back. Keith also injured his back. You don't have to throw me under the bus like that, but that's fine. Well, I figured your back. <laughs> He's already... also broken, so I, let's throw I, that. I let's figured, get that out there. I figured your back was already broken, so the bus. Oh wow! Be that much okay, damage. real, so real just... fun. Do not <laughs> nod at him, Aristotle. Now he's shaking his head. He's gonna say no. To... <sighs> so yes, what our playlist was, yeah. What 
for for lifting what our playlist was no what we liked what our schedule what, what, oh, we, what our schedule what, what, what's our, oh. what's what how we do our lifting yeah. how do we do our things i mean uh yeah i what my my least favorite day is shoulders yes and uh i love chest day right I, it's just so much fun to bench press and cool. all of its variations uh I need to get back into lifting. I think what I'm going to start doing is doing leg day at least once a week. Yeah. Uh, and You got little scrawny legs. Just <laughs> so unnecessarily. <laughs> you threw me under the bus. Just throwing people under buses. I mentioned that your back was injured. <laughs> you had an MRI. Right? And it really hurt. And it's been really hard to go to the gym. <laughs> You're still doing the voice. To myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God! No, what were you saying? I don't know. I was saying so I'm gonna like do leg day. I'm gonna do leg, leg day because I got little scrawny legs. <laughs> <laughs> that was so aggressive. That was so aggressive, antagonizing. I apologize. <laughs> I'm always like this, guys, when the mic's off. Oh um, man. No, that's funny. No, yeah, I hurt my back. It's not good, guys. Uh, throwing himself under the bus right there. No, totally. Uh. No, I hurt my back, and not even because I was lifting. I was trying to put the squat rack back on the th- You're bar. Trying to put the bar and back it on the didn't rack. Didn't latch, so it fell on me hard. Yeah, it's not a good piece. And of guys, equipment. I lift heavy weights. Yeah, so like he does. It hurt. Um, His so legs I are needed, very strong. So I needed to take a break from lifting. And I'm mean, at that point. You get older. I was like, lifting became a competitive thing in my head. Where I'm like, oh, if I can lift this much, then in mm-hmm. two months I can lift this much, yeah. and like, kind of became like pushing myself for that reason. Getting older, I have no reason to be fucking massive and stuff like that. So now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I want to actually be able to take care of myself longevity wise, but also I'm in LA, so I have to aesthetically take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone here is hot. I'm sitting next to Aristotle. Aristotle's a fine piece of man. He is a fine piece of man. I got to keep up with this dude. Dude, Mm -mm. have fun keeping up with this fine Mm -mm. piece of man. Oh my God. I threw he's, under the hot bus. That's what I threw you under. He's vegan, but God, what a slab! Oh, of meat. baby, baby, what baby! What a piece of meat this vegan boy Do you guys boy get is. it? Do you guys get it? We're, we're stealing your joke. We're, we're stealing, stealing your all joke. Of your jokes. You have great material. Terrence, this is ste- your joke. We're, no, we're stealing. stealing. It. We got one more. We got one more. All right, let's do it. Hello. I hope I'm on the right frequency. If this is the podcast Nash Butte, I want you to know that I'm a huge fan. Miss Jackie Johnson, I intercept transmissions of your show as often as I can, and I think you're doing great work. My name is Solid. uh, actually, I probably shouldn't use my real name on an unsecured channel. Let's go with Pliskin. Iroquois Pliskin. Yeah, that works. My question is, can you recommend some good products for men to promote anti-aging? It's for, uh, it's for my dad. You see, he's getting up there in age, and his skin isn't as good-looking and as smooth and as healthy as it used to be. He's not normally vain about, oh, shit. I gotta go. Fuck you! That was so good! Wow. Wow. Oh, we got to unpack that one. What? Okay. It's an amazing bit. It's an amazing bit. How do I respond to it is what I'm trying to understand. We, we don't. Okay, okay cool. Wait, so, wait. So, end of the episode. Good job, everybody. I feel, <laughs> yeah. I feel like there were like 
four different references. I also in didn't that. mean fuck you like that in an angry way. I was very. That was good. That was that was, good that was, that was a fuck you of well done. Oh, well sir. done. That was very impressive. Uh, Pliskin. Why? Why am I drawing a blank? Are you serious? Yeah. Tell me the game. Don't just stare at me. <laughs> uh, well, he's doing Metal Gear. Yes. But Pliskin is from uh, Escape from New York in LA. Thank you. Who thank they're you. basically the same, the same guy. Yes, thank you. <laughs> no, I got the Metal Gear thing. <laughs> no, because Jesse didn't watch 80s movies. I didn't. That's the thing about Jesse. Jesse doesn't know action 80s movies no. at all. Did you see Terminator 2? You've seen Terminator 2. No. Dude. I know. I know. That's like the one. I know. That's what everybody says. Yeah, you don't need to see the other ones. You I saw Terminator, Terminator 1 and I was like, I don't like this. No, that's not a good movie. No, it's not a good it's movie. Not, Terminator 2 is the best. That's what everybody says. This is like, it, this is what LA looks like every day. It's just a tanker driving down the LA River and going off ramps and all yeah. that sort of stuff. It's a terrible. While terrible ter- place. While you're like, who's driving? Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that makes bad sense. All right. So. We got the Metal Gear. We got the sound effect at the end and the classic Solid Snake. I gotta go. Uh, which was great. He's asking about aging creams. Oh, uh, products that uh, for for Natch to, Butte, to, to stay Johnson. looking young. Um, water and sunscreen. <laughs> you drink a lot of water. Do sunscreen. Wear lotion sunscreen. your face. Lotion with sunscreen on it. We have um, that. Uh, less stress. Yeah. So if you're sneaking around a base or something like yeah. that. Meryl dies. I would say cigarettes are they age you pretty They fast. do. Cigarettes they take age your health you down pretty quickly. Uh so do bullets. Um, uh, so do uh claymore mines. Crawling. Crawling. Boxes. Yeah, crawling in boxes is you're, you're putting a lot of carbon dioxide back. Are in you here. okay? Can you call us back to make sure you're not dead? Yeah. That'd be great. Uh if you can't find the number, it's on the back of the CD case. And I can't wait till you call us back just going. No, wait, no, we have to do it. What? No. Jesse, we messed up. We almost need to like replay the end. Of oh it. my god, I know exactly you what know you're exactly talking about. <laughs> like what we. Have my to question do. is, which name do you want to yell? <laughs> I think is it yeah, Snake? Yeah. Okay. You see, he's getting up there in age, and his skin isn't as good looking and as smooth and as healthy as it used to be. He's not normally vain about. Oh shit! I gotta go. What? Snake? 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 Snake! This has been New Player's <laughs> Goodbye! Goodbye!